my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just test voice. Let's welcome our guest. At age 72, Esther lost 130 pounds. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, author of From Donuts to Potatoes, Esther Loveridge. Oh, good to see you, Amy. I don't hear you. Wait. Welcome, everyone. Are you there? Okay, yes, good. Greetings and welcome, everyone. Yes. I'm so happy. Esther is a star of the show, and she every time she comes on, she has so much knowledge to share with us about this lifestyle because she had lost the weight with our with the whole food plant-based lifestyle, but she's learned so much along the way. And not just about what to eat, what not to eat. She's learned a lot of things about your state of mind. And mm. she has so much to share about that. And so today, Esther's going to teach us about self-love. I mean, it seems to be a trend these days. Make more time for you. Put yourself first. Devote time to taking care of you. And, and for some, they, they embrace it with open arms. But for others, it's a whole new realm of perspective that might feel different or uncomfortable or even selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, it's, um, it's, it's just a joy to be back with you. I love the way you are. I love the way you do your program and your smile and how you're always there to help people that you coach on your journey. Yeah, this is a lifetime journey, isn't it, that we're on? And um, I don't claim to be an expert. I think someone once said an expert is a drip that's a has-been. <laughs> I learned an expert is somebody that did it once in the room of people that haven't done it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I have learned a lot. And I this morning, I just, I don't like to read or anything, but this morning I, I just was um, coming to you from my heart. And I didn't, I don't do slide presentations and all of that, but I just kind of wrote something down for myself that, Maybe I could share as a starting point. What do you think? Okay, yes, I'd love it. Yeah, I just said, uh, I'm not an expert, but I am certainly moving along on my journey. And that, I think, is what we're all doing, you know. And I said, for me, uh, I grew up aiming for perfection. And that's a difficult place because I didn't feel loved or, or maybe my feeling loved was based upon my performance, you know, whether it was in school or whether it was in church or with my family. And I learned along the way that when I achieved goals that other people had set for me, I didn't arrive. You know, it just seemed like at that point, the goal got raised a little higher, kind of like the rabbit with the carrot, you know. Mm. And so I would be like a little bunny rabbit. I'd say, okay, I'll do this and then I'll be okay. And then the carrot got raised higher. And then I run and do this and do this. If only I could have perfect meals on the table when my husband came home from work. If only my children were always clean. If only my house was always clean. If only all of these things, then I would be okay. Well, as you can tell, I'm not reading anymore. But this is just from my heart. And so being obese most of my adult life, you know, that is hard one to get around because every time you look in the mirror, you're reminded that you're not perfect, you know. And so how did I start getting around that? It's, it's hard to say, but um, of course, losing the weight really helped. But you can see here how big I was. And, you know, and yet I still had fun. I still had a full life. We still traveled and had a good time. So I was a happy person. I was always smiling and okay. But still, there was always this undercurrent of why can't I succeed? Why can't I stay on a diet? Why can't I get over this, you know, addiction? And it was only because I didn't have the right textbook. You know, we can't know what we're supposed to know until we know it. But once we learn the tools and find the answer, and the answer may be different for different people. I'm not going to say my answer is the only way. 
but it is what empowered me. It is what gave me the success. And that's hard for me to say, because I think as women, and maybe just as people in general, we're often, and I'll speak for myself, afraid of being criticized. Mm. Critical acclaim is no fun. And so if we say we're successful, it's like, well, what do you mean? You still have this deterrent in your life or whatever. But for me, you know, becoming successful on learning how to lose 130 pounds and keep it off for three and a half years, I claim success. You know, it's I'm not perfect. I have areas of my life I'm still working on. I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm still in school. But I have learned the tools that have enabled me to be successful. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to have gotten over that addiction. And so then when we get something like that under our belt, so to speak, then we can start working on other areas of our life. And I okay. ran into I'm sorry, I wanted to interrupt you. We're having some uh, static and garbling, and I really want to hear every word that you say. So maybe you can um, go out and then come back in again. We've sure. done this before. And I'm going, while you do that, I'll just show your pictures. How do I leave? Let's see. Just the way that you just did before the broadcast. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then while while we're doing that, I'm going to, again, show some pictures of Esther. And this is, of course, a before or after picture. And she went through quite a bit in, in her life. And, and as you can, we'll be able to see in other interviews that I've done with her, she did a lot of yo-yo dieting and, and, and had a lot of success and then would go back. And she realized that dieting was not really what was going to bring her success with the weight loss that she was definitely going to have to do something else. And that was for her adopting the whole food plant-based lifestyle and dealing with food addictions like some, so many people do. But as we're going to discover just having the, Oh, here she is. And she's back. I was just going to say that, that you discovered that just going on the plant-based lifestyle that was part of what helped you with your success, but there was so much more. Yes. Well, I think um, going on a plant-based diet um, may work for younger people, but given I was 72 before I learned this, I think it did take the McDougal program for maximum weight loss for me to restrict my eating uh, more dramatically in a way to have results fast enough that kept me on target. So I do want to say that because some people will go on a plant-based diet and they might still be eating processed food, for instance, you know. And so I'm, I just want to point out that it, it did take a more radical approach for me at my age and my level of activity to get the weight loss that propelled me. And so then all of my motivation was coming from within because I was having success month by month. You know, sure, there were plateaus and uh, situations like that. But if you have uh, success um, quick enough, at least for me, that kept me motivated. So once I lost, once I started losing weight, then I just was on a new journey. And that just propelled me, you know, to be happier and happier. And and more satisfied and then and that gave me a lot more confidence in myself because it was something I could do it was you know I'm the only one that put food on the end of my fork and so no one else could do it but the good thing about it is once I learned the tools no one can take this away from me and that is feeling powerful to know that you have the information you have the desire you have the motivation to make it happen. And then, you know, we can, we're on the continual way of learning in this life. I feel like I'm still here because I still have so much to learn. So becoming powerful in terms of controlling what I put into my mouth, that opened up doors to realize that I could even grow spiritually, intellectually, even you might say consciously, 
And I started learning more and more things about the self-help movement, you know, and this included meditation, it included breathing, it included realizing that what we think about, we bring about. And so much of our life is right here. And if you think you can do something, you can. I think it was Henry Ford who said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Mm, and yeah. and so, so many of us don't know how to believe ourselves because we have other voices in our heads. It might be a family member. It might be people from our past that have either given us negative things or maybe more recently, I even got in touch with a feeling that although I came from a very healthy, happy family, I still had issues of abandonment. And I didn't even know that until recently. And when I came in touch with that, I got to thinking, oh, no wonder I was a pleaser. Because if I had to please somebody in order to be accepted or to be loved, then I was a slave to that idea. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. And so, and it, and it took you this long. It did, to, to, and to I'm still figure learning that out. Yeah. And so sometimes I think we have pain from some say from when we were in our mother's womb. We don't know what kind of stress our parents were under during that time. We don't know, and sometimes we think trauma has to be sexual abuse, but no, trauma can be anything that makes us feel like we can't be ourselves and we have to violate ourselves to please somebody else because we don't want to lose acceptance. Mm. And that was a big step. And to start getting to a point where you can say no, you know, that's a big deal, isn't it? it is I mean, first you had deal. to say no to the certain foods that were having addictive qualities. Yes. That, that was maybe your first, instance that you learned that saying no could make you powerful. Yes, and it does. Mm. Because I think there's a real connection between taking in animal products, and more specifically animals. And this gets kind of radical, but you know, they have been slaughtered, they are scared when they're being killed. And they have emotions. And it's possible that when we eat them, we take all of that energy into us. I won't say it's gospel, but it certainly makes sense to me. It makes sense to me too, because I know that if I'm, I'm afraid, even if I'm just watching a movie that's scary, you get a physical feeling yes. when you're frightened. Yes. And, and it's because your body is actually releasing chemicals to make you mm -hmm. feel that way. So that is... Yes, it has and if, to be something to it, what you're saying. Yes, and I think I think we all are searching for peace and for calmness in our lives. We want to be well. We are in a society that there's so much pressure to join in. I mean, if you're a drinker and you go to the bar or you go to the buffet or you go to restaurants, we put ourselves in situations that are really hard to handle before we get on our big boots, mm. you know? And so like Chef AJ says, if it's in your house, it will be in your mouth. And my heart goes out to people who live in a mixed family mm. because I did have to deal with that at first because Ben said, oh, I could never eat like you. But you know what? I said, that's okay. But will you help me by not bringing any sweets into the house? And he agreed with that. So I had his support at that yeah. level. Yeah. And I still had the other foods, but the other foods didn't call my name as much as desserts would. Yeah. So, you know, so I can't, I don't know how my success would have been if I had little children and little grandchildren around. I can't say because that yeah. wasn't my Or experience. if you had somebody sabotaging you. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. we're, we're, um, we sabotage ourselves is bad enough. And to have somebody else doing it, that could really right. tip the scale of, of how you could go. Did you, we have our game of true or false. Did you want me to start and I can ask sure. one of those questions? Okay, sure. so here we go. It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below. And Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. 
Okay. So please don't type false because when you do that, the internet thinks that you're not liking what we're talking about. <laughs> so to make it easier, just type T or F and we'll know what you mean. Okay. So T or F. Self-love is only for people who are having a hard time in life and feel desperate. Okay, so Green Warriors, type in your guess, T or F, and then Esther is going to make her remarks about what she thinks about this. Okay, Esther, go ahead. We'll let oh. them go ahead. And so have they answered? Yeah, or? yeah, they're doing it now. It's okay. not a quiz, so it's okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, love is for everyone. Love is what makes the world go around. No matter what the question, the answer is love. And so there is no restriction. So it's not only for people who are having a hard time. Of course not. It is probably a universal thing that we all need to know. Because if we don't have love for ourselves, what is there to give? And I love it when Wayne Dyer says, when you squeeze an orange, what do you get? You get orange juice. Mm. So if we aren't full of love ourselves, then when we get in difficult situations, what's going to come out? Anger, grief, resentment, jealousy, competition, and all kinds of things. But when we can truly love ourselves, and it's, as you know well, it's not egotistical, it's survival. You have to love yourself to want to give yourself the very best food, the very best environment, and so forth. Oh, very good. I love your answers. <laughs> very nice. Okay, let's try another one. T or F, self-love is a form of vanity. T or F. Okay, Esther, what do you think? Oh, definitely it's not. But there are many people who would like to preach that sermon that to love yourself is egotistical or selfishness or putting yourself first. But it's like when you're on an airplane and if you have a child with you, they always tell you, put on your oxygen mask first before your child's, you know, and so if we don't take care of ourselves, again, what are we going to have to offer to our community or to the world? And so it can be, some people can say, there's a difference between self-love and conceit. I think conceit is something we have when we feel insecure. But self-love is something we have when we feel full and want to give. Sounds like people are agreeing with you. Okay, so for some reason you're you're crackling again, and I hate to ask you, but hopefully this will be the time that it'll work if you could sign out one more time and see if we can do that. And in the meantime, while Esther does that, I want to ask the audience a question. So Green Warriors, what does self-love mean to you? So you can type that in the comments because I would like to know what, what do you think of self-love? Because it, it's an it's a individual thing. What Esther is, keeps remarking, this is her experience. This is what she's discovered about herself. And we're all different people. So we all have different experiences and, and different views about things. So just tell us in the comments, what does self-love mean to you? And that would be great. I'd love to hear from you. Now, Esther is going to be taking some questions later on. So if you have a question for Esther, then please go ahead and type it in the comment. And then you can, we'll ask her a little bit later on in the broadcast. Okay. So while you were gone, I was asking people to talk about what self-love means to them and if they wanted to type that in the comments. Because like you said, it's an individual thing what we're talking about today, the, our experiences. And, okay, so Steve said, God loves me, so I love me. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you, Steve. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, go ahead, Esther. I think sometimes if we haven't experienced love in our lives, then it is hard to love ourselves. And so as Steve says, if he has affirmed that God loves him, that's the beginning point, because if someone loves you, then you have that too to share. But if you've gone through life and you've never felt like you were loved or that you were good enough or that you could achieve or that you could measure up to someone else's ex expectation, then it's difficult. 
In fact, earlier when I was just writing a few things to myself, I too have come to believe that I am a child of God. And sometimes we use different language. Sometimes I say, I am a child of the universe. And I am okay just the way I am. And that has taken me a long time because I'm not perfect and I'm still growing and I'm still maturing. But, you know, if you realize that we love our grandchildren independent of what they do, I mean, no, nothing can separate us from that love of our children. And how much more the universe that's in order, I mean, the stars, the moon, the, the planets, I mean, there's order to life. And we are here to share. And if we don't feel good about ourselves, we're not going to, we're not going to accomplish what we're called to do. And so it does start with knowing that who we are is, is worthy. And I, I want to mention Louise Hay because she has a wonderful book and it's called, I love my body. And that's a good place to start because a lot of times we can look in the mirror and we can say, oh, you know what, my breasts are sagging, or now I have wrinkles, or now my hair is going gray. And it's just so common and popular to put ourselves down. And it's hard to look in the mirror and say, I love you. I love you. And that's something I would like to encourage everyone to start practicing. And you may not believe it at first. There may be parts of your body you say, well, that's okay. But there may be other parts that you don't accept. But whatever it is, if you can get into the idea that you are worthy, just how you are now. And recently I put a post on Facebook and I said, you know, if our happiness is dependent upon our ability to lose weight, we may never be happy. I saw that. And some people wondered about that. And yes, it's a lot easier for me to look in the mirror now and say, I love you. And it's a lot easier for me to be happy about what that's done. But anytime we choose not to be happy right where we are, we're putting our emotional power out there somewhere. We're saying, okay, well, when the scale says such and such, I'll be happy. Or mm. when my dress size gets such and such, I'll be happy. What's wrong with being happy right now? Mm. You're alive. You have something to share. Wow. So um, I asked the, the Green Warriors to share what self-love meant to them. And Maya said, self-love is the belief that I'm worthy. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Yes, I think so too. And we all are. Yes. <laughs> we all are right where we are. You know, if you remember, you're too young to remember much about uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Like oh, I, I, I love Mr. Rogers. Yes. And, and my kids. Yes. Loved it. I love you just the way you are, mm -hmm. you know. And so as we move into thinking it's okay to love ourselves without someone saying you're conceited, no, it's, it's that acceptance that, you know, if you want to use the God, word God or universe, whatever, it doesn't make junk. And it's our past messages in our brain that say you're not good enough or you need to do such and such to be approved of. But we don't, you know, we can change our thinking saying, you know what, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm okay. Mm. I'm okay. I'm yeah. still growing, still learning, but I'm okay. And so now sometimes I do what Louise Hayes suggests. I look in the mirror. And in fact, I did this morning before I hopped in the shower. And I said, oh, Esther, you're so funny. You think you love yourself. And I thought, you know what? I do like my personality. And I do like my life. And I do love the fact that I have something to share. Maybe not with everyone, but giving is such a reward in itself. And there's nothing like it, having something to give. And if you don't have it, how can you give it, you know? Yeah, that is so true. Very good. I love that. Um, well, let's do another true or false, okay? T or F, self-love takes away the ability to be there for others. Okay, Green Warriors, what do you think? T or F? Okay. All right, Esther, go ahead. 
No, quite the opposite. The fuller your cup, the more you have to give. When you feel confident that you are on your journey, that you are headed in a direction that affirms your life and who you are, then you have something to share with other people. So it's definitely, if, if you were if you were conceited or into ego, that's a different story. But love is patient, love is kind, love is forgiving, love is such wonderful things and you can't have too much of it. Oh, that's great. Yep, and oh, Steve said, I love my neighbor as myself and everyone is my neighbor. Yes. And, and Lisa said, I love watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> you know, I think about how, like you said, that he used to say to, to people that he loved them. And he was talking to children. Yes. And, and, you, and when you, as an adult, when you see that and you think, well, who wouldn't love a child? Why did he feel it was necessary to say that? But apparently he felt it was necessary to tell those children that were watching. Well, you never that. know what they were hearing at home. Right. You know, or not so or not times, hearing. Yeah. And so many times where there's a discipline and I know this there's a doctor that I like, his name is Dr. Gabor Mate. And what he says is so many times when a child is developing or growing, they may behave in a way that the adults don't like. And so right. what do they do? They send that child to their room until they can behave. Yeah. And so that child learns, you know, if I want to be accepted, I can't be myself. Mm. You know, I have to do what others are imposing upon me. And I think there's some validity to that because we all want to be accepted and we all want to be loved. But the risk is hard if we think being myself is going to be uh, unapproved by someone else. You know, even when I started eating this way, I had someone in my family say, oh, you know, it's like Esther has found a new religion. And I, I felt like I was defensive about that. But, you know, anything that makes you grow, anything that raises your consciousness to a higher level, anything that promotes peace, anything that promotes um, taking care of yourself is such a wonderful thing. And I don't care what you call it. We get so hung up on language sometimes. Yeah. You know, and it's all the same. It's all the same. And I just feel like we all need to be united. And even in the whole food plant-based diet, we all have different flavors of it and it's all okay yeah it's all okay yeah right we should just all be on the same page instead of trying to worry about the little things and the get, getting lost in the minutiae of those things because i like we said in the beginning people are different and what yeah. works for one person may not work for another one and right. everybody has to kind of find their way and even for a lot of people when they first if they did adopt this lifestyle at first they and if they've been doing it for a period of time they might be doing it a lot differently mm -hmm. than when they first began as they learn more and sure. also how they they figured out what was working for them too sure yeah, sure. yeah. i know i used to belong to a oh, a little hummingbird just came by <laughs> I, um, used, I used to belong to a atkins group and at that time, I thought Dr. Atkins was the answer. Mm -hmm. So that's a good example of how I've changed. You know, but when I had um, gallbladder disease and pancreatitis and had all that fat, fortunately, I learned a new truth. And so we are adapting animals all the time, right? Yes. We, we start out in the path and if something doesn't work, we say, okay, I'll change that. And I'll kind of streamline that and I'll go ahead. And like at first, I didn't give up coffee. But then later I did. Mm -hmm. And so we all are navigating uh, this pathway together. And it's just so important, I think, to encourage each other and not be judgmental. And that's where more love comes in, too, because you don't cast stones at your friends or anybody else. They're on their journey. And, yes. you know, it's just wonderful for those of us who have been able to make a change and it's been worthwhile. And we can share that. In fact, I want to tell you that we just got back from a cruise and that was quite an experience. But I wore my little T-shirt that had a picture of my book on the front of it. Oh, nice. gave me an opening door to talk and I got to meet all the chefs, the head chef, the sous chef, the one that was in charge of the Lido. 
and just let them know how important my potatoes were to me. And you know, they had them ready every day. They would even have them underneath in the warmer waiting for me. Oh, wow. So I got that. Nice. <laughs> how many do you want? I'd say three. <laughs> I would go to the salad bar and get my salad. And they'd say, oh, what kind of dressing do you want? it? And I'd say, nope, they're good naked. And you could put something on it, but that's just part of the streamlining. I got to the point where I didn't need the vinegar. And so I would just enjoy it that way. And anyway, and then they had another section where they said vegan options available. So I'd go up there and I'd say, okay, what's the vegan option today? And yeah. most often it was uh, chili beans, you know, without meat. Uh -huh. But they made a vegan pizza too, and they did have vegan hot dogs and vegan mushroom burgers. Yeah. But after a while, I thought, no, I'm going to streamline it and get back to my potatoes and salad. So that's where I was <laughs> the happiest. Jesse G said, my potato dream, personal potato chef. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. And there you are again. You're doing. You're practicing the self love on on yes. the cruise because you you had the option to eat other things too, and yeah. also that you you uh, wore your shirt, uh -huh. and you it it may be well for you. It's not uncomfortable, but for some people, especially in the beginning of adopting a new lifestyle, it could be uncomfortable to say to ask somebody to do something for you. Mm. And, and or to change something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they did have uh, a vegan menu in the dining room. But when we started out eating in the dining room, they always started the meal with bread. And so mm. I started eating more bread than I do at home. Yeah. And then they had a sorbet for dessert. Okay, it's vegan, right? Yeah. But it still has sugar and still, you know, and then it came with a little vegan cookie. And mm. So, and then we were sitting with carnivores and, and that would have been okay. We did tell them our story too, but our presence, I think may have made them feel uncomfortable. And so we decided the buffet was the best for us. So we quit going to the uh, seated yeah. mm -hmm. dining because um, we had plenty of choices that way and we could get our grains and our fruit and our vegetables and all that. So, yeah, you just, you just have to, Love yourself enough to make the best decision at that moment. Mm. And maybe it won't be perfect, but make the very best and think about it and say, is this going to feed my body? Is this going to lead me towards health or is it going to lead me towards disease? And sometimes you'll go towards the disease. Mm. I mean, we're human. And, but we're always learning. And the sooner we can pull our reins back in and eat another potato, then our you know, it's, it's interesting to me that it takes a while for our taste buds to change to where we really crave the new food we eat. But by the same token, one mistake doesn't necessarily send you back to square zero. The fear of it might, but it may not. And if you just go on your starch or eat your potato the next bite, you're on your way again. So we don't, you know, it's just, it's just a, a journey and we're all learning. And um, back to that self-love, when you can get in touch with your worthy and that you're, you're okay just the way you are, you know, then that's a good place to grow from. Yeah. I think th that it, what you were talking about, like if you had a slip, mm -hmm. right? I, th I think that self-love kind of really uh, is something that you can utilize there. Right. Yeah. And I did have a slip on that. Uh, I didn't have any problem, you know, no meat, no dairy. That was no problem for me. But after a while, one night, I went by the dessert thing, and they had two of my favorites. They had pecan pie, and they had a cheesecake. Mm. And I took them both mm. and ate them both. And then that was not what was good enough. The Another fellow sitting at the table, he took a piece of the pecan pie and he only ate half of his. And I sat there thinking, how can I get that other half? But you weren't thinking that. It wasn't no. Esther thinking yes, that. Yes, yes. It was it was that well, voice. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah, right. Yeah. And I kept looking at it. I thought, is he gonna waste that half and is he gonna throw it away? And he said, Yes, he just wanted to taste. <sighs> and and it was my longing for that that woke me up 
to that undercurrent addiction that there's never enough. Mm. And so I made it a point to think about it, change my mind. And after that, when I walked between one area of the buffet and the other, they had the desserts in the middle and I had to walk past it all the time. I just didn't even look anymore. I thought, why torment myself? This poison, it's not my body. I don't want it. So I just walked past it. And then everything then from then on out was my potatoes, my beans, and my um, and my salad, you know. And I just mm. ate that, and it was wonderful. And that's that's the practicing of self-love. Yes, it's, yeah. It's yes, kind of like, I think about it like a parent. Sometimes as a parent, you would have to discipline your child. And you don't really want to because you just want to say, do whatever you want. And and but but the but the rational mind takes over and says, No, I have to teach this child what's right and what's wrong and keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And and it's it it seems like it feels kind of that way where you know you have to you have to talk to yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I confess that openly because I uh-huh. you know, that was there and and then, like I say, once I got back to my safe zone, then it didn't matter what they had, you know. Yeah. So there so are- we're going to have to have you back on and talk more about travel and, and how to navig- navigate that. Because a lot of people are, are thinking about traveling now and yeah. they're, they're, I'm included in that. So I, I would love to hear your take on that. We'll have to talk about that more on another broadcast. Sure. Okay. So I have another uh T or F, trying to cultivate more self-love means I don't care about others. Hmm. Okay, Green Warriors, T or F? <laughs> All right, Esther. Yes. No, no, no. You've got to take care of your home base first. You know, everything, whether it's self-love or peace in your household or peace in the world, it has to start at home, right? And this is where we grow and where we learn and... Uh, and then we have something to share. No, we care about others more. I think the more we care about ourselves and the more um, happy we become with changes that we made in our life, we have more to share than we did before. So I think when a person does get in touch with their own feelings and their own desires for their life, then there's more to give to others. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like you're reading this <laughs> because it's just so I'm so beautifully worded and just oh. and the way that you express it is just it's spot on. And oh. these are just things that you that you've learned, right? You've learned yeah. things about yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. And and before the broadcast we were talking about how our you know, sometimes you interact with other people and you learn about other people and sometimes maybe by seeing how they are not utilizing self-love, we can kind of see in ourselves that maybe we need to look at that some more too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, uh, it seems selfish, you know, and I think it's because um, we know some people who talk about themselves all the time and glorify themselves all the time. And, and that would be more ego where I think those people really are very insecure and um, they're trying to convince everybody else that they're okay. But when you internally know you're okay, then you don't have to brag. You don't have to promote yourself. You can just let your light shine wherever you are, you know, and just, it will just come out. And uh, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like, even though I wrote a book, you know, I've had people contact me wanting to become, you know, marketers for me. And I said, no, it will just, my book will just go where it needs to go. I don't need to hire somebody to get out there and market it. I don't, I don't even care if it sells <laughs> only except that I do get royalties from it. And I do give those royalties to Dr. McDougall because he saved my life. And I want him who's in a position of, of influence mm. to be able to train new doctors so that they'll know too, you know, so yeah, I think there's a balance between um, letting our light shine and um, promoting ourselves. You know, there's there's a difference. You don't have to promote yourself if you're doing what you're called to do. Just do it. Yeah, that's very, very true. And these are just things, I mean, like you said, you're still learning. 
but oh, yeah. these are just things that we learn about ourselves and and learn as as we have different experiences mm -hmm. and fill yourself with you know there's lots of um positive affirmations out there in fact i read one every day on my video in my group uh sometimes these affirmations are above my pay grade and i think oh i don't know if i quite believe that yet but yet the more you say these things the more you build that dialogue in your head that says you know i can do all things i do have the strength to do this i can resist temptation and i i think it's really important to know the importance of how we finish the sentence i am because if we say oh i'm stubborn or if we say oh i can't succeed or if we say oh i'm a failure you know all of those things that we say to ourselves do not help us grow to be who we are and if we can say i am i am doing my best or i am taking this one moment at a time or i am learning more about myself all the time or i'm learning it's okay to like myself without being worried about somebody else knocking me down again you know uh you know when i was growing up i think people were so concerned about people being too full of themselves yeah. and so things like children should be seen and not heard were some of the things we'd hear and my grandmother told me that I was pretty in two ways. And just about the time my head started getting bigger or I started feeling like, oh, maybe I'm okay. She said, well, pretty ugly and pretty apt to stay that way. You mm -hmm. know, and I don't, she was not, she was a This wonderful. is just probably something that some adult said to her when she yes, was a child. Yes, exactly. And she said, oh, I need to say this because this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was afraid I was going to get a big head. I mean, who mm -hmm. knows? It could be 101 things, you know? Yes. But the important thing is what you say to yourself, too. You have to counterbalance what anybody else on the outside might say. Because some people sometimes might be jealous. We live in a culture that's kind of competitive, and we do a lot of comparison, but we don't need to. I want to take this opportunity to encourage everybody that's watching and listening to type in the comments. It has to be a positive one, right? I am... And then put in a blank, but it's got to be a positive one because we're learning about self-love. And I think the affirmations are really great. So think about it and type in, I am something and make it positive. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I think it would, I, not everybody want, is, is probably ready to do it or maybe they're just thinking about it. But yeah. I, I, I'd be interested to see what people are, are would say as, yeah. about that. You want me to give you some suggestions? Yes. Okay. Let's have some suggestions. Okay. This one says, I am a yes person living in a yes world. Mm. Now, I think there's two sides to that. Sometimes we can say yes, yes, yes to things that we don't agree with. But on the other hand, we can say yes to life and all that it has for us. Okay, here's another one. I laugh at life and at myself and choose not to be offended by anyone or anything and that is our choice if we choose to be offended that's up to us but we don't have to and here's another one i recognize my own anger when it comes up and i express and release it in positive and harmless ways aren't these wonderful oh yes very beautiful yeah. and love is around every corner and joy fills my entire world. Love is around every corner. So what we look for is what we see, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all of us are like a tapestry. And sometimes we look at the underside of the tapestry and we see all those loose threads hanging down. And it's not a very pretty picture. But if only we could get above and look down on the top we would see the beautiful embroidery or the beautiful weaving that's there. Yes, that's so, that's so true. That's just so well said. It's just, I think I might have, oh, okay, Maya. Maya has something and she said, I am deserving no matter what I love. That's beautiful. I love that. That's yeah. something that we can, 
I hope people are taking notes because some of these are things that we can say. If we didn't think of them, it doesn't matter. It's just mm -hmm. how it resonates with us. Yeah. And her deserving isn't dependent upon what anybody else thinks. Yes. She knows she is deserving. Yeah. I love that, Maya. Thank you for sharing that with us. And you um, do a lot of the affirmations and things in your book as well, the, from Donuts to Potatoes. Yes. And, and every time that I have you on, I ask you to open up the book and read something. Do you have the book with you? Uh, it's here on the table. Okay. Do you, do you want to pick a date or do you want me just to open it up and see what happens? <laughs> Let's open it up and see what the universe has for us. <laughs> okay. This for July, it turned out to be July 13th. And the word is identify. Early on in my nutritional journey, I identified the goals I wanted to achieve within the first year. I still have the list on an electric sticky note on my desktop. And this was written 7-13-2016. I want to eat plant-based foods. I want to lose 70 pounds. I want to lower my cholesterol. I want to refrain from pain and sleeping pills. I want to increase joint flexibility. I want to lower blood pressure and improve my eyesight before July 13th, 2017. One year later, July 9th, 2017, I got there. I got there. I was down 82 pounds from 257 to 175. If I had not identified what I wanted, I would not have had a measurement with which to chart my progress. How do we get anywhere without mapping out what we want in life? Name it and claim it. I also identified food that I could live without forever. For instance, for me, abstinence is my friend. I don't have to decide at every event, should I or should I not? Not is the answer and the struggle is over. I realized no animal would have to die so I could live. It's a done deal. What's your done deal? <laughs> Beautiful, I love that. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because I have my um, Esther's Nutritional Journey on Facebook, my little group. And so I put two questions there if people want to join. So some people will say they want to join, but my requirement is that they have to identify what they want. And the second question is, you know, have they listened to some of the podcasts and have they educated themselves? And so... It's not that I couldn't just accept everyone in, but I just think it's really important to take time to own what you want. Mm. Very good. And this book that, that you wrote from Donuts to Potatoes, I just love it. It's got 365 days worth of entries plus a wonderful love story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and 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 there and you even have that what you put it you put in some lines so that people can write in their own notes too. Yes, which I I like that as well because it's kind of becomes a journal, and maybe you could put in some affirmations and self love statements in there as well, mm -hmm. and and learn about that. Yeah, that's just so beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's fun, and I so I've been doing. You know, you mentioned before we started the broadcast that it's important to do a journal. And so in a way, my words that are in the book and are in my journey on now on Facebook, that's in a way my journey. Because every day I come up with a new word and, and write. And so I've done that for 2019, 2020, 21, 22, and now I'm in year 23. And so my book and, and then I tell people, you don't have to buy my book because Every day I post it free in my journey and you can just read it there. And but some people said, no, they wanted to have a book. So I, I did that. Yeah. But, but it's, it's a wonder, it's, it's healing for me too. 
because something will come up in my life and um and i'll think about it in the morning and i'll think oh well like today the word was need and i wanted to identify the difference between need and want Mm. there's very little we need very little and everything Mm. else is a want if we have air to breathe if we have food to eat and water to drink you know that's wonderful yeah and you just you give so much inspiration to people it's and we now more than ever we need a calm place to be sometimes Mm. you know but getting back to what you said that when we were talking about a journal and before the broadcast, I wanted to let everybody know what we were talking about because we were talking about how diet is very important, you know, to keep healthy. But there are other pillars of health, meditation, and and and. But one of the things for your mental health that can be helpful is to write down or at least think about things that you're grateful for because mm-hmm. gratitude is very, very health promoting. And we were talking about how it's better if you can to have a journal and write these things down so that you can refer back to them from time to time. And just, and I think that's, would you say that something like that would be another way to uh, perform self-love? Oh, I think so. Because we have, um, it's just so easy to buy into negative thoughts you know, when we don't feel like we measure up, but then when we can add what we're thankful for, you know, like maybe you're just thankful, maybe you don't have the body you want someday, but maybe you're thankful that you can smile. Maybe you're thankful that you can still walk. Maybe you're thankful that your eyes still work and you can see. And so there's a, a, a balance that we need to do. And, and there are negative ideas that come into our heads, but if we can weed those out, and bring in positive ones and say, well, you know, I'm still on this journey. I'm still working, but, you know, I just am so thankful for this moment in time when I'm okay and I'm able to share what I know. And the more I know, the more I share. And, um, you know, I'd be thankful, you know, uh, I think I mentioned before we started this, that when we came home from our trip, we were faced with a lot of challenges. You know, our tree had fallen down and another one needed to come down and Ben had fallen and, you know. And, Ben's okay, tell everybody Ben's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Ben's yeah. fine, Ben's yeah. fine. And, you know, and when you think about all the positive things, you know, when that tree fell, it fell right between our house and our neighbor's house. I mean, it could not have fallen more perfectly mm. without damaging either house. And so you can look for the bright side in life, you know, and sure, there are things that are disappointing, but it's just a disappointment. It's not a failure. Mm -hmm. And the more we can get in touch with that positive energy, the more positive energy we attract. So I think we need to be careful when we get into a complaining mode. Is that really what we want to attract into our life? Because I do firmly believe what you think about you bring about. And if you put a lot of intention on negative things, that's what you're going to be looking for to reaffirm what you think you believe. <laughs> I agree with that. And since we were talking about journaling, and I don't know if people who are watching or listening have ever done that before, but I, I'm encouraging now everybody to put in the comments something, something that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I'll start. I am grateful for having Esther on today. And all the other times that she's been here because she is so uplifting and has so many wonderful things to share and and helps me to get messages out to the universe to help people. So Green Warriors, type in the comments, what are you grateful for? Something that you're grateful for. And it could be just, you know, something very small or it could, you know, it doesn't have to be a a grand thing. And maybe that'll help you to think about making a journal with these kinds of thoughts. Yes. Well, I was just thinking before you said that, that I am thankful that we've made this connection Mm. and I am thankful that you validate what I think is important and that you pass it on to all of your clients and people who are with you and your journey and how you and your husband work together. And I'm just, 
whenever I look at you, I want to smile because I've always loved dimples in other people. <laughs> and I just, I just feel at one with you. And you know what? We are all one, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah, we're all oh, Yeah. Steve said that he was he's grateful for the sun coming up on my walk. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that is something uh, that another form of self-love is to get outside. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard, especially if it's very cold out, but there is just so much benefit to getting out in, they, they have a saying, blue and green should often be seen mm. and, because it really does a lot for us. And there's more and more research talking about the benefit of what they call infrared light that actually penetrates our body. There's scientific evidence and wow. you don't have to be in the blazing sun. You can be in the shade and it'll reflect off of green things onto you. Mm. And if you can, because we're just inside too much. So yes. that's, that's another form of self-love is taking care of yourself and taking that time out. Even if it's, some people don't want to go for a walk, but even if it's just stepping outside Mm -hmm. and, and getting some of that sunshine. Hopefully there's some sunshine for you. That's another form of self-love. Thanks, Steve, for sharing that. Yes. I did that just before we started. I took my cup of hot water and I went outside and looked at the birds and looked at our yard and just really wanted to center myself, you know, to take a few moments to be quiet. And I think that's something else that I'd like to promote is the art of silence because it's in those moments that we have an opportunity to hear positive voices. And um, sometimes there's just a lot of chatter going on in the world and a lot of that can be very distracting and keep us from keeping focused. You know, there's power in the silence too. Yes, it's just with all of our devices and connections to all kinds of things that yes, it is, very rare that even if we're not hearing something, we're looking at something and reading right. something and just kind of just take a moment and, and breathe. And yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. When I was young, my family had a plaque. You know what a plaque is? It's just mm -hmm. something on the wall with words on it. And it's, I remember, I don't remember exactly what room it was in, but it said, take time to be holy. And so I think one time I wrote on that, Take time to be holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y. <laughs> and I like that because we are mind and body and, you know, all of that is part of who we are. And we do need to nourish our mind and our heart and our bodies and our self-love, you know, to look at the complete package to mm -hmm. um, heal. And I think Eating this way is a wonderful way to heal all of that. It really has changed how I think. I think I have more clarity of mind. I have more energy. I'm happier. And it's not just because I've reduced my size. It's, there's a um, knowingness that you're on your right path. And that feels great. Wow. That's just wonderful. So we talked about self-love and I think a lot of people may not even know where to get started because I think, I think that a lot of people are, are still getting caught up in those myths that, that it's egotistical or, you know, or it's selfish. And I'm hoping that we've dispelled that. Yes. But where, what would you tell somebody that was trying to go to the, take, take their lives to the next level and open up and allow a little bit of self-love to start flowing in. What, what, what do you think okay. that they... I'm going to share something. I, I took this book with us on our cruise. It's written by Wayne Dyer's daughter, Serena. It's hmm. called, Don't Die With Your Music Still In You. And I read this out loud to Ben when he wanted to go to sleep. And I think my voice put him to sleep. So I don't think he really got the whole book. But I ended up reading it out loud. Uh -huh. uh, and it's a real um, positive book. I'd say if you're not into Wayne Dyer uh, or Louise Hay or The Daily Word or whatever, find somebody whose life you um, enjoy and someone who you think has something to share. 
and uh, just read positive, positive um, uh, works, books, and you can go on YouTube. And there's um, a lot of these famous authors who are on YouTube and they have um, audio books that you can listen to. And I do that quite often. And it just keeps feeding my soul, feeding my soul. And if you have a religion that you're involved in, by all means, if it's a positive religion. Now, some of them are really pretty good about throwing stones and pointing fingers and pointing out your shortcomings. But if you can get into um, a place where it does affirm who you are and not always condemning yourself, you know, I think that's important. I think some of us have had too much of that in our lives. So be safe, be safe, be where you can be affirmed. And it's not to say we can't learn from our mistakes, we do, but so many times we focus on our negative and what we need to do to get to that age of perfection and we'll not be perfect until someday. <laughs> and then we won't be here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. We're still in school for crying out loud. Yes. You know, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to give Esther some love. We talk about self-love, but let's give Esther some love. So if you like this, it's kind of like applause, click like or give a heart or something so that we can show Esther our appreciation for her taking the time because she just got back from a vacation and she's probably dealing with time change and she's had a lot of crazy things happening to her and she still <laughs> came anyway. Yeah. <laughs> really really appreciate that. Thank you so uh, much, Esther. It's a joy for me. And as you know, it is better to give than receive, right? It mm. always comes back. So keep on giving what you know, share yourself, share your love, and uh, keep your own cup full. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thanks so much, Esther, for teaching us about how important self-love is and, and how we can incorporate it into our daily lives. And Esther, why don't you talk about, you did a little bit, but tell us more about what you do and on Facebook and, and where oh, we can find you. Okay. okay, it's called Esther's Nutritional Journey. And what I do is I, as I mentioned, I write a word each morning and then turn that into a little essay. And then I go back and I post my word from that day in 2022 and 2020 and 21 and 19 because new people come and how am I going to judge what might meet someone's need on a particular day? And then if I make something in the Instant Pot, I do a video every day. Um, either I read from my book or if I'm making something, I demonstrate what I'm making there. And then I also post photos of everything I eat. I'm a very simple person and you may not want to eat as simply as I do, but it's nice to know it can be this simple. So when you look at the food that I take pictures of, you rec most often you can recognize everything I eat. Um, it, it can be that simple. You know, pick the vegetables you like, cook them and eat them. You know, it doesn't have to be a fancy recipe. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. And for me, simplicity works best. So basically on my journey, I just ask you, though, to um, answer the two questions that are there, like what are your goals, what do you want, and uh, have you listened to or watched some of the documentaries that are out there? And that just uh, gets you a little bit more involved and lets me know that you're claiming what you want in your life. And then I accept you, and then you can follow as much as you want. Yep, and you have some wonderful posts. So if yeah. we need, and that's another practice of self love is like you said, reading books, listening to podcasts, or being a part of your group where they can see on a daily basis that they're not alone in this journey. Right. Yeah, that's just so wonderful. Yeah, it's a good community. Mm. And it just keeps growing. And, you know, I answer as many questions as I can. And I, you know, if I read your comments, I put a little heart. And sometimes I have a difference of opinion, but the heart represents that I've read it. So oh, I, don't, I judge if you feel differently about something, that's okay. You're in your right place, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so. Very good. Well, Green Warriors, tell us what you're going to remember about today's time with Esther. What's your takeaway? And please stay tuned for a special announcement. I do want to thank Jess Tass Voice because she did the promos and the voiceovers. 
And Just Has Boys, tell us who's coming up next. Learn how Kathleen Gage lost 50 pounds and at nearly 69 is healthier today than at virtually any point in her life. Join us on Wednesday, February 1st, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live. And as a one, one of the things I wanted to share with you guys is that I have a coloring sheet and it's a daily motivational coloring sheet. And I posted that on my Facebook and that's something else that you could do. And you can find that in my, in my begreenwithamy.com. You can find it there and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But I also wanted to thank most of all, all of you that are watching and listening because we do have podcasts. So some of you are downloading them from places that you get podcasts. And to thank you, I have a special offer that if you go to begreenwithamy.com and you do begreenwithamy.com slash join, I'll send you five free recipes. Oh, so wow. there's, some, there's some love out to you. And here's some more self-love. This is another way that you can practice self-love, okay? Take your right hand and grab your left shoulder and now take your left hand and grab your right shoulder. Now squeeze. So that's a, that's a hug from me to you or a hug for yourself, right? And that's the way sometimes just stop and take a breath and hug yourself <laughs> or ask somebody that if, if you're with someone you love, you can ask them to give you a hug too because that's always helpful. So I would like to invite all of you to comment with me and Esther in the comment. We're going to do my tagline, which is be strong, be well, and be green. Are you ready, Esther? Yes. Okay. Until I see you all again, remember, be strong, be well, and be, be green. green. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bless Esther. You. Bye, everyone. Bye. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with